So this episode, we're going to talk about last weekend's amazing road trip, but we're also going to have a little bit of a twist because I'm going to ask questions to Karen that she has absolutely no idea what I'm going to say. Welcome to From Someplace New, the long-term travel podcast where Karen Bernhardt and John Sumple discuss their hows and whys, lows and highs, and lessons learned while living abroad. So welcome to episode 32 of From Someplace New. I'm John Sumple. And I'm Karen Bernhardt, Karen Sumple, Karen Bernhardt Sumple. I just realized that our Facebook page is Someplace New with Karen and John Sumple. And that might be confusing to people because in the podcast, I say I'm Karen Bernhardt. Oh, yeah. But the reality is I'm all those things. I can change it if you'd like. No, I'm all those things. And more. Right. So I never legally changed my name to your surname, but um, I kind of, so I'm a hyphen. You're, no, you're an individual. Well, you're your own person, Karen well, yes, Bernhardt Sample. Thank you. I'd like to think so. But um, yeah, so take your pick. Karen Bernhardt, Karen Sample, Karen Bernhardt Sample, KBS, any of those. Yeah, okay. or just Karen. 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 What's up, John? So yeah, I think this one's going to be a little bit different because we've. We, it feels like it already. It already is. It's going to be. It's going to be magic. Oh. It's going to be. I think it's going to be very interesting. But before we get into that, <laughs> I think it so, is. So I will for it to the, be. what's the best thing that happened to you last week? I think we both know what it was. It was the amazing road trip. So we don't have to go too, too deep in that because we're going to talk about that a little right. bit. As it turns out, that will be the topic of today's. No, it's this, not. It's going to be a oh. portion. Just a bit. Just a little bit on the front oh, just end. Just a little bit. Oh, a little bit oh on you the had front some end. plans that I'm very unaware Got some of. stuff. Got There's some no discussion beforehand. Okay. Usually we sit down and talk a little bit about what we want. We really don't think too deeply on subjects. Hopefully we kind of come to so the conclusion. <laughs> wow. People are like nodding their heads going, yeah, yeah, we know. We know. We can clear. tell. That's clear. It's very obvious. You guys really don't think this through. Mm-hmm. No, but this, this time we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, I think there's one time before we did some questions where we asked each other questions, but this is going to be more about specifically to, to you that will give us some opportunities to, to kind of bounce back oh, and forth. I'm nervous. We've talked about in the past about our last minute planning and how sometimes it's to our benefit because we have spontaneity and serendipitous moments and some pretty nice surprises along the way. And once in a while we get a surprise like, oh, the, the car company's not open. So right. sorry. singers. But uh, yeah, like you're saying, Far a few between. I, for the most part, I would say 90% of the time, 95% of the time, it works out. It definitely does. Yeah, in our favor. And we just keep riding that. I don't know, we've created like a bit of an energy around that and it just keeps reinforcing itself. But yeah. Wait, where are you going with that? Well, because at the end the last episode, we recorded it before we went away. Remember right. when we said, oh, yeah. we're going to have to say it because there were some surprises oh, and all that right, stuff. right, right. Well, the surprise was that we only knew that we were going up to Inverness. So we took a train up to Inverness. And when we got there, I kind of had in my mind a couple of different things that we could do when we got there. Right. And again, based on the fact that you'd been here before mm -hmm. and some of the things that you had already experienced, but also things you hadn't experienced that you would like to. Right. So that sort of, um, what, what am I saying? Um, dic not dictating. That guiding? Guiding. Those guiding, decisions. dictating. 
Yeah, it was a little <laughs> bit. A little yeah. bit of all of that. Okay. So I, I, I knew that when we got to Inverness that we had some options. And I had never been to Inverness before. I'd been through via train, but had never stopped there. So I figured, okay, so we could get there, rent a car, drive around the area, do Loch Ness, because it's just south of Inverness. Have to do it. Do some coastal stuff up there, too, if we wanted to. We could go to the Isle of Skye from there if we wanted to. Mm -hmm. We can do some of the drive along the northwest coast if we wanted to. Or we could take the train up to Thurso, take a ferry from Thurso to the Orkney Islands. Because I had never done that before. I think I mentioned this in the past that I got really close when I was there 37 years ago, but didn't quite get there. So those were all these options were in play, up in the air. A good problem to have. Good problem. Choices, Mm -hmm. options. Mm -hmm. So we, we knew that if one thing didn't work out, we had other things that we could do. But again, we could only do this during this pandemic era. We could never have done this. And why is that? Explain that. Because there would be so many people still here on vacation doing things where it would limit us. Hotels have been, for the most part, booked. A lot of bookings. Cars have not been, I wouldn't say scarce, but not easy to get. And that's during COVID time. During COVID time. Can you imagine not? And we'll get into a little bit more Mm -hmm. of that in a minute. But so we decided, okay, we're going to rent a car. And we're going to figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. We're in Inverness Friday evening. I go online to rent a car. I find out that the train station, which was a five minute walk from where we were, had availability and uh, went online and chatted with somebody to confirm that. They were like, well, you can't rent a car this close online. Just go to the location. I said, do they have cars? And she said, yes, they do. This is a chat. We walk over there. It's a kiosk. The kiosk is empty. There's nobody there. There's nobody ever there. But there's a phone number. Call the phone number. And the phone number said, I don't know what that person was telling you. There's nobody ever there. They only greet people who have reservations. So your best bet is to go to the airport. So we had to hop on a bus, go over to the airport, confirm that they had cars. And he said, yes, they do. And we had an hour before they were closing. Go over to the airport, get there. The very first place we go to, they said they had no cars. The second place that we went to said they had no cars. So we're kind of like, oh, this isn't working out quite well. But after we walked out of the second place, somebody came up to us and said, I just heard from my partner that you were looking for cars. We actually do have some. Come on with me. We had a glimmer of light and we were like, "Okay, this is going to happen. So we get to the car, the counter. The people there were super nice. The two guys that were helping us out. Yeah, they were great. Asked us questions about what we were doing. And said, well, we're kind of open to ideas. And I said, what would you recommend? And he was like, don't go to Sky. And he said, everybody goes there. It's a touristy thing. He says, you'll drive for two or three hours just to get to where you want to be. And you'll be there for a little bit. And then you have to drive somewhere else. He said, I highly recommend that you do the North Coast 500. Right. Because he was like, don't get me wrong. It's still worth seeing. But the fact that you're, like you said, all the driving to get there and the driving to leave there, it wasn't worth what you're going to get out of it. Instead, it was very much an instead do this. And he was like, he said he did it not too long ago. And he said that it's like every corner you go around, it's an aha, it's a wow. And he said, with Sky, it's not like that. He said, do the North Coast 500. So we had three days and they recommend that you do it in five days. Ten days is ideal. Seven days, really good. But it was doable definitely within three days because we did it in three days. Mm -hmm. But it was, it's basically a loop around northern 
Scotland, where you start out in Inverness. You, we went counterclockwise. We kind of headed up our way towards Wick, then to John O'Groats, and then over to Thurso. And that was, we were kind of feeling our way in the beginning and said, well, what, what, what do you want to do? Do you want to just drive? Do you want to stop and see some of the certain things that we, we downloaded an app that said, Hey, right. you can go and that's, see these talk about that stones. App and I, the app was great. Yeah. It was really good. It was really well done. Very organized. It was broken up into all the, all these different themes of what you might want to experience as far as scenic, scenic yeah, viewpoints scenic, or ruins towns, in history. Ruins and, in history, right. beaches, you know, really a whole bunch well of really cool stuff. But we kind of learned something or not. It wasn't even learn something, reinforce <laughs> something that we already know about ourselves with travel. With well, this. it was, well, but the, what kicked it off was we had gone a couple of weeks ago to the, the standing stone that we saw in that, in the field. And that was really cool. That was cool. So the very first time we tried to do the standing stones, <laughs> funny. we're driving and we're like, you know, it was like five minutes off of the main right. drive. And then we're driving down the road and there's no parking lot. There's nothing. It's just a standing stone well, by the I side of the road. Like, no signage, nothing. serious? That's what it is? I And then the joke was, I don't know if we really want to be seeking out and, and a boulder and a, Turn right. up, you know. Well, that's what up, your thing is like. I don't want to be looking all a, over the countryside a for a rock, right? <laughs> just a standing rock, right? So there was no, there, there was nothing there. It was, just, it was literally on the side of the road in a field, no signage, nothing designating no that disrespect, it was. But yeah. it was very underwhelming. So right. it was like, okay, maybe that's not quite the approach we want to take with this. And most of the rocks were off. You had to go off the main drive, either inland or to the coast. You know, all the way to the coast. Which wasn't too far, but we said, you know what? Let's just do what we do. Which is what? Just drive. Drive. Let Let's things see where unfold. It goes. Let things. Let, let our intuition guide us. Meander a lot. Just allow. It's it's almost the same way with mindfulness as being present, you know, and being aware. There's something about that too with travel when you're hyper focused on. In this case, you could follow this app and follow this route and follow these these different little turnouts and all these different things. It it was it was creating this hyper structure around it that just wasn't suitable right. for us and the way and the way we work and what tends to be that tends to be the benefit for us in travel is all those little happy accidents and mm-hmm. and happy things that unfold for us. Right. And we, the first, I mean, really from uh, Inverness up to Wick around like the top corner uh, to John O'Groats, which is supposed to be the northernmost town, but very well branded. Very much so. Because it's like, it's like, you know. Brewery t-shirts. Yeah. They have the whole thing that just, it has a logo for the the fact that it's John O'Groats, the northernmost town, mm -hmm. but in mainland Mainland. UK. Mm Mm-hmm. Which it's really not, because to go a little bit further, there's a lighthouse th- that we went to. But is it really? That was a little bit further. But they, they well-branded, everything was really cool there, very windy, and everybody that was stopping by hopped out to get their picture with this signpost that was there to say, you know, that it was designating this was John O'Groats and hopped back in their cars and, and took off. Beautiful weather for the three days that we, we did it. We locked Got out so, lucky. so much with the weather. But the highlight really was... We got a place, again, didn't book places until yeah. we were on the road. Mm-mm. That was one thing you would not be able to do. Oh, no any way. Other time. That because would be Because we so hear foolish. that people need to book two, three months ahead of time, yeah. maybe even six months ahead of time if it's it's doing Isle of Skye in particular. 
So as much as we like to be spontaneous, we would be aware of that if Very that was aware. the reality, yeah. and because we wouldn't and, be able to do much. That. Yeah, <laughs> we're not we're not ridiculous with this, but yes. So we stayed at a nice inn just south of Thurso. The next day, we got up and we went for a ride. We did go and look for a rock at a church. It was an old oh, we did yeah, an old uh, pictic pictish stone that had been right. carved. Well, that which was we were cool. looking for the carving. Some the rock was right. carving, thinking that would right. you know offer a little more. Wow factor. And we had a peek <laughs> through the window of a church that was locked in order to see it. Yeah, but we that did. Was kind of a bummer. But, but that would okay. it would have been super cool if we could have gone in but and we did. viewed it. Yeah. But from that point on, really was when the journey was amazing. Took, yeah. The entire coast. So from that point on too, one of the things we learned is that you think in the North Coast 500, they kind of, I don't want to say they hype it up because I don't know if it's a huge thing because it's mm -hmm. a commitment of time. Yeah. So a lot of people who do the, the, the caravans and the camper vans, they do it because it's something that re there's not a lot of hotels. There's not a lot of big sitting, very few hotels, but a lot of small towns, a lot of places where you can camp, you know, on the beach or on these parking pullouts and overnighters. But the roads for a good, I'm saying probably 60, 70 miles of this is single lane highway, single track, mm -hmm. high, single track roads Yeah. with, as we've talked about before, passing places. Right. So you have to work with those passing places very and strategically. Some of it is a little hectic because hectic there's in a car. Winding, I can't imagine in a, yeah, camper, in a van. camper van. There that was one time where we came face to face with a camper van and we were in between, both of us were in between passing places and it was on an uphill windy road that we had to back up and get to the passing place to allow them to go but by. But yeah, nobody panics or gets no. weird about it. It's kind of expected that make this work as much as possible. And if somebody does kind of gun a, a, an area and can't pull over, you do what you right. just said. And it happened Someone a couple times where somebody had to back up. Yeah. Sometimes it. it was kind of strange because you're looking, you're coming towards somebody and there's a passing place right before them. There's one behind you and they come right at you and you're kind of like, uh, what do you want me to do? You, yeah. you should have turned off like 10, 10 feet behind you mm -hmm. to let and me go by. When you have by. gorgeous countryside all around you, you just take a deep breath and you make right. it work. And it was fine. Again, if it was a non-COVID scenario in the summer, I oh. think it would take at least 10 days to do it because and you would, you would, for what we did in a day would probably take yeah. two days easy be because honest, you'd be stopping all the time. And I'll be honest with you. I really wouldn't enjoy that it, with that kind of congestion. Everything we experienced, it was that much more magical because it was as sparse as it was getting a little spoiled by that right. in, in a lot of ways. Uh, and these are unique times. And uh, we're, like I've said before, super grateful for everything we're able to do, but in a lot of ways, additionally grateful because we're not packed in with the tourists right. and every everything we do. So it was it was the places that we did stop at that I guess you would consider. I don't know if they're super touristy because it's not it's not a it's not something that's highlighted as this is something that you do when you go to Scotland. No, people have to know about it, commit to it, rent a camper, and do it. And tourists, a lot of it, you definitely sense that it's it's um it's locals, natives that are doing this. I don't, I don't, I, I that's my sense. No, I would say there was a, a lot of people coming to be in from lot, other countries and yeah. organizing this and doing these. A lot these of retirees, okay. you can tell by a lot of retirees doing it. There's a couple times. Not to say that they're they might be from UK, the UK. Yeah. They're in Europe for sure. It, it just it just seemed like we were there at the right time. Uh, as far as that's I concerned. Agree. But we went through towns that had a post office and maybe four houses. 
and hills and valleys and streams and just and, and beachside and cliffs Moors and, oh and glens God. and crags it and is, all of the terms we experienced it so gorgeous so i the, so, so so gorgeous the big picture of that is that we've done a lot of road trips we did a road trip from south florida all the way to seattle yeah which that was, was really kind of cool a big deal. but i would say that this is there's only one other drive I've ever been on that was as, as, oh my God, right. this as is magical. amazing, is mm-hmm. magical, which is the Sacred Valley in mm-hmm. Peru. Mm-hmm. This is number two. Yeah, and that includes I, all the drives I've done in the United States, different things I've done in Europe when I've yeah, been over here. I agree. My in lifetime, all of South America. our lifetime together. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. It was amazing. Yeah. And I would highly recommend if anybody thinks, oh, Scotland, you know, cold, windy, rainy, not a lot of sun. Uh, yeah, you... you we are blown away. The more we stay here, the longer we I want to stay here. I am pretty darn enamored by this country at this point. Yeah, it's it's pretty. I may have said the other day that I always thought if we were to have a little place one day down the road that maybe we're in six months out of, out of the year, it would be Italy. But woo, I don't know. Scotland yeah. is doing something for me. Yeah. And, and the weather country. wise hasn't affected us. We lived in Seattle for yeah. so long. So we're used to kind of like that cool blustery We've made the comparison a lot weather. of times and felt like we were very well initiated into that type of weather that this doesn't phase us like it yeah. might other people. But yeah, the, I'll, I'll have some photos posted eventually. I, I know I promised about the website. The website thing is a little bit of promises, a story because promises. I've worked with three different designers no, to help trying. finish the website Let's and I have had n- zero luck. And, and the one that has been working on it now has said that they were going to be done two weeks ago. And it's not done yet. So I'm a little bit frustrated. But once that is done, there will be a lot of visual storytelling through photography. Visual We will be blogging. We will have a, everything will be housed on the website. So we're really happy about getting to that point. But the North Coast 500, look it up. Look for videos on YouTube. Thumbs Just do North Coast 500 YouTube videos. Up. Huge thumbs up. Yep. It is an absolute amazing drive. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. And we were very fortunate. We had three days of sunshine. I think we mentioned that and I'll mention it again. Yeah. Thank you, weather gods, for giving well, we us talked to two people. Good, good weather. Since we've been back who said they've done it before. And when and they, it was, and yeah. it was overcast, mm-hmm. you know, and we were like, yeah, we had three straight days. And this one girl at a retail place was like, I am so jealous. Mm-hmm. And we've had some, the place that we're renting, the guy that he's lived here his whole life. And he said, oh, I'm so envious <laughs> that you guys did that. And I'm thinking to myself. It's not that far away. I know. I don't know what the, the, the circumstances would be that you weren't able to do that or haven't done that if you've right. lived here for most of your life. But yeah. I don't know. Because we did it. In, I mean, we started on a Saturday morning and ended on a Monday night. Yeah. So we, we did, the, yeah, did it totally in three doable. days. Yeah, I'm not doable. sure why. Yeah, more would have done that. But I, And I, I would say that we could have easily done it in taken five days, spent more time in some of yeah, the areas, stopped sure. in a few more places along the way. I didn't feel like we were racing through it. It wasn't frustrating no, that we no. were. We stopped yeah. quite a few times and kind of yeah. soaked it all in. I feel, like the, I feel like the pacing was good. No, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It really was incredible. Have we shared just how incredible it was? <laughs> Which is so are many you words. Getting, yes. Are you getting that feeling So yeah, from it's us? a podcast. We can't describe it. We can't say, hey, look at this. We can't talk about it in a way that's like, oh, remember we did that? And without being visual, showing imagery, it's hard to do it. But just do let, us a favor. Let our words look it up. Yeah. Convince you that it so is we, totally we, worth we, it. This is turning into the entire episode, but 
I, I, we want to get into the subject. Oh, you had a plan. Okay. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Last week we talked about excuses. Mm. And the one big question that I wanted to ask you is what would it, what would it take to knock you off your game in doing this to say, I don't want to do this anymore? Oh, wow. This, this travel, travel lifestyle. lifestyle. Okay. We truly haven't talked about this no. beforehand. So Just I'm throwing I'm, it out there. But to take a break from it or stop it altogether? Sam, I'm not doing this anymore. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. I'm leaning toward if there was something, with, some situation with my family or something where I needed to go back to the States and be back there with them. But that, I, my intention would be for that to be temporary. It would not be now I'm going to to be back in the States and, and rent a place and, you know, put roots here. So... I think my answer is nothing that I can think of would, would, as I sit here, be a strong enough reason to stop doing this. And why do you, why is that? Because I love it so much and it makes so much sense to do it. And it feeds me in so many ways that there's, there's no reason to not do it. That's part of me now. It would make no sense to not have this in my life. I'm thinking a little bit COVID related. If the pandemic was to amplify 10 times what it is now with restrictions and all that, that could be a situation where, let's just say, use the word literally, there's literally nowhere else we could go. And we've been here for the six months we're allowed and there's nowhere else to go. That's, I mean, that would be a very practical, yeah, if realistic thing. Yeah, everything was shut down. That, yeah, truly shut and down. And the clock ticked off in our visa scenario and we had no choice. Yeah. To me, my answer to that would be the only way that I would stop doing what we're doing is if we had no other alternative. No other option. Yeah. Because I feel like we, in our mind, we have our our top 10, top 20, what have you, list of places we want to visit and, and spend time in, in our lives together doing this. I would go just to be able to keep doing this. I would go into the, the 30, 40, 50 50th items on the list. You know right. what I mean? Right. So it might not be the most, the, the, the highest ranked places that I thought I wanted to go, but if it allowed us to keep doing this and it's still safe and appro- appropriate for us to go to those places, I would do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the other thing would be is if by some chance our work ceased to yeah, allow us to do this. I was thinking of that too. That's something work of related, of course. So it's nothing. I don't that, even want to, you know. No, but I'm saying, but like I think but the yeah. point is that it would not be a choice. That we would be saying to ourselves, I'm done with this. I don't want to do it anymore. I mean, even if we were, I mean, I've read stories about different people who've had experiences and it's all from your mental mindset is that they got in a car accident. They were robbed. The guy, Matt Kepnes, that does the website Nomadic Matt, he was stabbed in South America. And he said it was just, it was a random scenario and how it happened. And he said it could have happened anywhere in the world. And I think that's the mental mindset that you have to have. We, we had a phone stolen. A phone stolen. I had a hospitalization situation. Right. And it wasn't like, oh my gosh, we got to go back. Because of this, this is not good. We need to just be back in the the United States and what, settle down. And, but but what would the rationale be? Be protected from those things? Right. No, because right. life happens wherever you are. Right. Yeah, I just I'm thinking just had this thought while we're talking through this. There's never even been a moment between us since we've been doing this where one of us had to kind of like, you know, can we talk about this? Like I'm struggling with this a little bit or this isn't quite working. 
or you know let's revisit this there's been nothing like that mm-hmm. and i think mexico it's really helped us so, out so synchronized it's crazy and, and the reason why i say mexico helped us out was because it was still close to the u.s yes and if we really needed to it kind of there was this comfort in the back of your head is that well, if I need to get back, I can get to South Florida an hour and a half. Yeah, there's some psychology with that, right. knowing that, yeah, the proximity was there. Yeah, so that that helped a little bit. And then it was more a matter of like, you know, you're wading into the water, you're getting a little bit deeper. We're going a little bit further, further out, further away from what was what was once comfortable to the point where the travel became comfortable. Right. The idea of settling down somewhere and saying, you know, we're going backwards to some place that we've been to before. And then we're going to just settle back. I, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> if we went back to the States, I'd, we would have to do what we're doing in the United States. Yeah. And I think we mentioned that on a podcast before, but that's, that's true. We, right. we, we would move around. We'd bounce yeah. around within the United States. Yeah. There's something that happens too, when you do this and it sounds almost cliche, but the world gets smaller. It mm-hmm. really does. It gets smaller. So now here we are in, in Europe and the proximity, you know, regionally, geographically, obviously isn't as close. But it, in my mind, I feel like it would be no big deal at any point to just get on a plane and get back to the U.S. It just, I don't know. Everything just, it just, that's it. It just, things get smaller and feel more accessible to you in so many ways. But one thing that we've talked about in the past before, too, is that we probably didn't do enough exploring and, and experiencing the Pacific Northwest when we were there, we were there for 10 years. Yeah, probably in the hindsight, same in South Florida we too. would have done more. Brought and it's more, more a matter of, of saying, travel, curiosity, and energy, even more to it mm-hmm. while we were there. Yeah, that, but I, I think in a, in, in a bigger way, it's more a matter of you got to capitalize on what's around you. You have to like really soak it in, really experience it as opposed to letting life get, you know, getting caught up in the, the hectic pacing of life and, and doing things that you have to do as opposed to the things that you want to do. And, and the reason why I say that is here we are in Scotland, but we've experienced the same thing in every country that we've been in. The local people complain about their country. They say the things that they don't like, whether it's political, whether it's traffic, whether whatever it might be. Yeah, there's no shortage of that. And we've experienced that a lot here. And we're like, we love Scotland. We love Peru. We love Argentina. It's always going to feel different for us. No, but my point is, Mm -hmm. no, but my point is, is take those filters out of the way so you can experience where you are. So wherever you are, experience as much of it as you possibly can. So almost try to take more of a... Yeah, it's more about your surroundings. A visitor mindset, if you yeah. can, like... Don't let the politics, don't let the economy, it just, it's more, even yeah, if it's as simple as going to a beach done, but I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. and staring out at the ocean. We were, we were down at the beach in Portobello in Edinburgh. Edinburgh, just, you know, five, 10 or Easy 15, 20 ride. minute bus ride mm-hmm. from where we, where we're living to a beach, little beachside area of Edinburgh that was awesome. Really, I'd never been there before. We had never been there before. And uh, it was, it was magical. Yeah, it was And there was these really day. cool things. There was, there's an artsy feel to it a little bit, a little bit edgier than in the city. Yeah, I would say. There were these lampposts along the Esplanade that had these little poems about enjoying the sand on the beach and staring at the water. Each one had like a different saying. And it really was about be present, be in the moment, mm-hmm. seek it out, seek out that solitude, seek out the opportunity to relish your surroundings. 
and celebrate your surroundings as opposed to being so caught up in the minutia of our lives. And I, I just think no matter where you are, you can find that. You can find something that speaks to you no matter where you are in the world at any given moment. And we have a tendency to be get so consumed by the things that bother us. So how, how do you think people can have more of an explorer mindset if they aren't already or maybe have inklings of wanting to do that more and just aren't, aren't getting there? Like yesterday, I looked up 10 things to do in Edinburgh on a rainy day. Mm-hmm. So do a search. Do something as simple as that. Own area. Hidden gems in, you know, secret Assume locations. new things, right. new experiences that you can have. And Non-touristy what places to go. To right. All mm-hmm. of that. I mean, just even in your own backyard, everybody, no matter where you live, you don't know where every road goes. You don't know where, you know, every restaurant is, where every experience may be. I just think... The explorer, Be a tourist in your own hometown. The explorer mindset is a willingness to, to, when you're faced with a fork in the road, you know, just say, well, we'll go down this one and see what happens or to take the load, the road less travel. And I do that a lot. And I think, I think you have learned over the years that, you know, you probably wouldn't do those on your own. No, I wouldn't. But with me, you're like, I f- love the fact that John wants to do that yeah. because mm-hmm. I, we both benefit when we find something. Sometimes we, you know, hit a dead end and we're kind of like, okay, that was a, that mm-hmm. was a miss. But I would, again, I would say eight out of 10 times, it's, it's something that we were like, wow, that worked out awesome. Yeah. I just, cool. I, it's that explorer mindset, encouraging that. And it's very easy for us to say this now because we've right. been While living it for it. two and a mm-hmm. half years. I get excited about encouraging people who may be interested in this to really seek it out because once you start to do it, this, there's this momentum. Yes, I totally and as long agree as you have, that. as long as you have the financial wherewithal mm-hmm. to support yourself, to continue to do it. It feeds. It, I was going to say that itself. it feeds itself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you just want more of it. So we, like we're deciding, well, what are we going to do now? We're we're about almost halfway in our six months oh, visa. That just had a Here, it's hard to believe. How, it's hard to believe how, already. And that's the other thing, guys. It goes it, as as well. You already know how time flies. It goes so yeah. fast, and it feels like it goes as fast, or sometimes faster, when you're traveling. And you know, make it count. Make it count. Make it count. Right. But and uh, yeah, we're we're going to probably stay in Edinburgh for another month. Yeah, we're just going like to go to a different place in the city. We have items bookmarked right now. Airbnb places. We yeah, need to make a decision. We have to leave here. <laughs> it, it's Sunday evening and we have to leave on Saturday morning right. by 10. Someone is moving into this. This place right. is blocked out after us. So, we have to leave. So we have to be so, out here by 10 a.m. on Saturday and, and we don't know where we're honestly, going. Honestly, it's not stressful. No, it's not. The more there's you many do options. this, it's not, yeah, you know, you have options. Even the other day, I was like, and this would never happen. But the worst, worst case scenario, there's no Airbnbs that we could rent. We would stay at a hotel for a right, few, a few you know, days, days or a week or whatever. Something. I don't right. know. You, that's another thing that happens with this. You become so much more adaptable. Right. Like there's so many things that you realize, like, not a big deal. And if you're we, a planner. We can figure this out. We're good. If you're a planner. And I, and I, I, I wouldn't say that Karen was, a, was or is a planner. But I would say that Karen is very, you're organized. You (laughs) like things to be kind of in their place, but you have learned that I can, I can control what I can control, but the things that I can't control, I'm not going to let bother me. Whereas before you used to. Yeah, for sure. And, and now you don't. And it's because I think there's this sense of, I no longer have as much to focus on and think about and manage and, you know, put in its place and and make it just so. It's like, no, I'm only going to control this small little space now. Right. 
Yeah, so, it's, and it make, and it is more manageable. It's not you're not taking on and too much. And it's, it, I would say it's like thought minimalism. Oh, interesting. You know? It's not so much about material minimalism. It's thought minimalism. 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 Right. So yeah, because your your thoughts is like, well, I don't need to think about mm-hmm. so much. Free, yeah, free space in your brain. Yeah. So you're 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 decluttering. Mental minimalism. Mental minimal. Mental minimalism. <laughs> 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 No, but I do think that, you know, think about that. You know, there's so many people out there that are like, I'm a planner, I'm a warrior. It's like, what, what if all of a sudden you only had to worry about your two suitcases? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or and how about we're not worrying about it, we're just attending to. Right. Well, just it's the, that's all I have to, to manage is right. my two suitcases. Yeah. Of course, you have to manage where you're going next and where you're going to stay. Yeah. But those things are easily accommodated yeah. when you're, you when you're doing what we're doing. Down. And when you narrow down those things, it frees up your brain and your heart and your head and your heart for the magic of travel. Right, right. Oh, it's all it's all crystallizing as we right. speak. So yeah, I wanted to ask that Were question. Were there more questions or just the one? No, it was it was it was primarily that one because it it kind of goes into that discussion uh, that kind of follows up on what we talked about last week, which is the excuses that people use. And I, what I'm trying to, to say is that, you know, once you move into the mindset of doing it, more of that drops away. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much about, oh, when you go from being where you are listening to this, sitting at home, wanting to potentially do this to actually doing it, that it happens. It's when your mind goes there, that's when it starts to happen. So I wanted to say, like, encourage people to say, have the explore mindset. And put that, the hat on. Put the hat put on. The hat on. Yeah, start. put your Indiana Jones hat on right. and just go to a neighborhood you've never been to and where it. you live. Yeah. Or go it's on a drive down a street that you've that never muscle, been to right? before. Flexing right. that muscle. Seek out the beauty in where you live too, because when you find the things that fascinate you, that speak to you, that make you go, wow, I didn't know this was here. Or wow, this is really cool. This speaks to me. When you start to find those things, your desire is to seek more of it. And, and I think that it becomes like this chain reaction of, well, I need more stimulation. I need more, yeah. uh, you know, things that speak to me in a way. So find out whatever those things are that speak to you and seek them out. Well, and there's the momentum factor, too. So when you start to make changes in any area of your life, when you start to make even the smallest changes, that creates a shift. Right. And then that and then you can start building on that. So this is a lot of this is psychology 101. And we are not psychologists, but, you know, we can we uh, have our ideas around this. Just just make some of those small changes and see where that will lead. We're working on putting something together that we can start, you know, sinking our teeth into as far as how to help people break through some of these barriers, some of these obstacles, some of these excuses. And I've been attending different online courses in different investigating different resources that could be of value to anybody. They're valuable to me now, and I'm already doing this, and I'm looking for things that, you know, really do make sense. And, you know, I guess the question would be, if we were to put something like that together, would people be interested in it? And I'm assuming they will be. So there is a part of me when I sit there and think about that, it's like, well, if I can do, I'm already doing this, I'm already out there traveling, and I'm looking for opportunities for uh, creating resources that could be helpful to people to do this, which could potentially drive income for us. And if I had my crystal ball out, I would say, crystal ball, is this something that I can do in five years that would sustain our ability to travel? So for me, I don't know if this is true for you, but for me, if I could do nothing but travel 
talk about travel and encourage other people and help other people and go with other people on travel journeys, that would, and that was my life, I would be so happy. Yeah, no, I'm very open to that as well. I tend to overanalyze that more than you do, but uh, yeah, completely open and curious what that might look like. Uh, well, but I will give you some happen. credit though, because I think in the past, it's like for you, it's all about perfection. It has to be perfect. I have to make complete sense of it before I can make the leap. But you're not doing that as much now as you used not to. Not as much. Still, still have some ways to go. But you would do the analysis paralysis thing, of course. And then mm-hmm. just like I, I have do to that think much this more than all you do. the way through. Mm-hmm. And I'm more of a like I don't this need to think. Right, it feels right. It. Yeah, the, yeah. My intuition tells me let's jump. Let's jump. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's the explorer. So in me, I'm going online looking for things that are interesting to me, one, and two, that might be of interest to other people to yeah, help encourage them Yeah, you always have a bit that. of a cons- consultative nature mm-hmm. as partners and doing some, this, this thing that we're doing, this travel, work from anywhere lifestyle. Of course, it's something we're talking about together and, and, and what that could be, how we can help others right. going forward with this. So we're, the wheels are in motion for that. And I, the question that I would ask is that if somebody is out here listening to this... Is that, hello, it, hello. <laughs> Hello, are you there? If are you listening there? listening to this episode and they're like, yeah, I would, I would, I would like that. I would like some information. I would like to hear from people that I something, like you. Something more structured. Something more structured that could be. the way we do on the podcast. Not necessarily. So, so I think there are tons of resources out there. Like yeah. we've talked about Jess and, and Will at World yes, Towning. of course. They have resources that I think are really good for people. But the thing that we've talked about is not so much about the process of, okay, what am I going to do to get on the road? It's what am I going to do to get my mind wrapped around the idea so we it's almost kind of like we're a little bit in front of it. We want to do the mental math more, help you yeah, through the mental help math. help you through the part. It's like all the things that talk you out of doing what you might want to do, which is travel more. And if it's like, well, I can't work. Well, maybe you can work. What is that replacement right, going to be? Let's break these things down. Right. And as we've talked about before, is that if you're traveling to low cost of living countries, you don't need to make as much money to live there. Mm-hmm. So you could say, you know what, I'm going to leap away from my my current job that's paying me X and I'm going to make X minus 30% and I can get by more comfortably than I am right now. Like we've said, we have reduced our expenses depending on the country from like 30 to 60%. Yeah. And that's average. a trajectory I don't think most people would would picture. Right. When they think of, I'm going to work and travel abroad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's one thing we, we've ta- had more mini conversations here than anywhere else we've had, primarily probably because we speak English. They do too. But when we start to have those conversations, the first like, oh, you're so lucky. And then we start to say, well, we work. And then we kind of, and they're the people We're not like, independently wealthy. Yeah. They're like, yeah, this, I would love to do that. And we had a great conversation with a woman uh, this weekend about it. And Mm -hmm. she was like, minimalism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was like, she even made the comment that I work in a store where people are buying things they don't need. And consumerism is ridiculous. She's like, I shouldn't be saying this, Mm -hmm. but people really don't need what we're selling in here. And she's like, John, put that hat back. (laughs) You're like, but I like this hat. And he did buy the hat. That's the first thing I've purchased since we've been here. I know. And it was like the 50th. One, the ratio purchased. one to 50. Is yeah, something that like that. For purchases here between the two of us. Okay. So, so yeah, the, the question was more about to kind of 
I wasn't trying to throw you a curveball and we really did not talk about this no, was no. just to stimulate that whole idea no, of like, like no, I want people to realize that, that if you're, if you, if this is something that really excites you and you think about this as something that you would want to do, whether you're individual, couple, family, whatever that might be, entertain it. And if you need to have that explorer mindset, explore locally first, start in, start your, in your own backyard. backyard. Yeah. And see what that does when you start to explore, because it's going to stoke the fire. Right. Yeah. It's going to definitely fires. do it. Sure. And then again, it's Encourage intention. And shift. once the intention is started, then you start to, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, it's. Where can you take it next and next? Yeah, no, that's great advice. I, right. I really like and that. And like the tut, the thoughts from the universe uh, is that, you know, thoughts become things, mm-hmm. choose the good ones. Mm-hmm. So just constantly focus on what you want. And your intentions will drive you to that. You'll plan a fest and boom. Bam. You'll be out on the road before nice. you know it. Nice. So, yeah. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe, comment, share with friends and family. Tell them that this is what you want to do. And these people get us really jazzed about wanting to do it. This is another one of those episodes where I feel like this Ooh, energy. I'm like, like, yeah, let's go do this. Yeah, let's do the 500 again. We're leaving I'm, in the morning. I will do that again. And see 500 or bust. <laughs> We'll definitely do that again. We talked about let's do it again. This time we'll rent one of those little camper things yeah, and do it for did. five days. It would be a lot of fun. Man. So yeah, that would be really cool to do. I would love to do that again. Maybe. And I would love to do it with other people. So let's do it. Let's do, do it. Come on, everybody. Come on. Come on. So did I, did I throw any curveballs at you with that question? No. Uh-uh. No? That's yeah, good. It, it was good? That's good. And it was to, a, to make you feel like... I had to ponder, but it, uh, yeah, it hit a good nerve. Yeah. It was nice. So you're not going anywhere? Can you stay with me? Oh, doing this oh thing? specific. Oh, you're I have like, to oh, do what, it with that, you. What? Oh. oh, don't, don't, don't get it. Don't get it. Don't get it wrong. I mean, I, of course I want to keep traveling. I just don't know with who. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be silly. Let's do it. <laughs>